Hi, and welcome to the Markeisha Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Markeisha Hall, parent empowerment partner and autism mom. And I have a special surprise for you today. I'm here with the very own Josiah Hall. I talk to him a lot. I talk about him a lot, excuse me, um, in, in my show. And I want to have him on so he can answer a few questions. We also have a recording that I'm putting on that we did September 12th with his siblings and Brian Oglesby that we would love for you to join in and listen to. So let's get started. Hi, Josiah, and thank you for joining us. Can you tell us your name? My name is Josiah. And how old are you? Six. And do you have any brothers or sisters? Yes. Can you tell us their names? Aiden, Jordan, and Taylor. Do you have any pets? Nala, Kobe. Are they cats or dogs? They're dogs. Oh, okay. And do you have any favorite foods? Uh, burgers. Oh, bur- burgers? Mmm. What kind of burgers? Uh, cheese. Oh, cheeseburgers. That's so yummy. Yeah. Do you have a favorite show that you want to tell the people about? Yes. What is it? Ninja Kids. Oh, no, not Ninja Kids. <laughs> Why do you like Ninja Kids? Because. Because what? Ninja Kids is not a movie. It's on my kids' YouTube. Yeah, it is on your kids' YouTube. Listen. Listen, my brother. So you guys want to introduce yourselves, and then you guys can introduce yourself. Okay. Hi, I'm Jennifer Oglesby. And I'm Brian Oglesby. I'm Aiden Hall. I'm Jordan Hall. And today we're going to talk about um, special needs siblings. Um, We're going to just try to have a raw, honest conversation and just leave you guys with a few tips. And I want to say thank you to Brian and Aiden and Jordan because they're teenagers and they have or preteens and they have things to do today, but they took time away to to help me out. So thank you guys. Hopefully you're helping. You're going to be helping out someone else. So we'll start with um, you, Brian. You can introduce yourself and your siblings, how many siblings you have and go. All right. So I'm Brian Oglesby. I'm the second oldest sibling. Um, I have three brothers and one sister. My older brother, Bryce, is the one who has a disability, which is autism. Then I have two younger brothers, Braylon and Braxton, and then my younger sister, Angel. Yay. Oh. Jordan, well, you know what? You introduce one sibling, and you introduce a sibling. My name is Jordan Hall. We have two siblings. Um, My younger sibling, Josiah, um, he's the one with the disability, autism, and Uh, my name is Aiden Hall, and I have a sister that's 17, Taylor, and yeah. Yeah. So those are all the Hall kids and all the Oglesby kids. Um, Taylor refused to get on camera, but we love her anyway. <laughs> so um, I wanted to know and talk to you guys about, um, you know, how it is having a sibling that does have, so we'll, talk, we'll just say autism because that's what both of um, your siblings have. And how do you deal with like the intolerance of people when um, your siblings have a disability? Or have you ever ran into someone um, who was being rude or 
things like that when you guys have been out and about and, and how do you deal with that? Brian, we'll go with you first. Okay. So, um, well, the other day we went to a family outing, we went to a restaurant and had a family dinner and, you know, Bryce, he doesn't necessarily like large crowds. So he, he was kind of acting out and then people were looking cause you know, it's not uh, familiar with them. So um, yeah, so they're looking and we kind of just, um, we had to make Bryce feel as if he belonged there. Mm-hmm. Because when people are looking at him, you know, he, like I said before, he doesn't like large crowds. Right. So it kind of makes him feel out of place. So we just kind of have to like uh, roll with it. And then we make him feel like he belongs there because we have to be calm about it. Because if we don't and we like, it'll just, um, when I say it'll just stir up the scene more. So okay. we kind of just make him feel like he belongs and he's accepted there. Just be calm mainly. Be calm. You guys have anything to add about that? Uh, go places and yeah, I agree with Brian, like how they should all be treated the same as humans. Ooh. Like we're the same. They shouldn't be treated different. I haven't had any like personal experiences with with Josiah yet, so yeah. He's still so young, I think. I'm just chiming in. So when they're younger, it's like, oh, they don't like really see what's happening. Right. Like, oh, he's still five. He's five, but he's he's littler. So they think that he's just being a little guy. And Bryce is 17. 17. Yeah, Bryce is 17. So then it looks different. So how does that make you guys feel, though? Uh, we've been blessed to be around you guys. And I know just hearing that story, I'm like, mm-hmm. did, did what? But as a sibling, how does that make you feel when someone's approaching you or someone would approach your sibling or looking at your sibling differently? How do you, what would you tell somebody? Like maybe they don't know about autism. So they're just looking at him. Like if you had an opportunity to tell them what you have the opportunity now, what would you tell them about your sibling being in that situation and them just maybe just staring? What could they do instead? Um, uh, oh, did you have something to say? Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead, Brian. Okay. So, um, I would tell him that his behavior is normal because, of course, he does have a disability and just uh, not necessarily get involved and kind of just ignore it and leave him be. Because when people uh, try to get involved, you know, he doesn't like talking to people he doesn't know. So to just, like I said before, kind of stir up um, the scene. Okay. you have anything to add? Uh, I would say, like, all the uh, eyes on him and looking and staring can make him uncomfortable and that can lead to like him acting out or doing something that it would just usually wouldn't do. Okay. So do you ever think about the future and having to take care of your sibling with a disability? That's that's something you guys Mm -hmm. think about. I'm going to throw it to Aiden first. Uh, I would say uh, I don't think I will need to because I think just I can develop and know because he's fast at developing and knowing stuff that anybody else would know. But if I have to, I will, and I'll, I'll be fine with it. Um, I, if he needs to be taken care of, yeah, I would help. I'd like make sure I keep an eye on him because when he's older, he'll probably be able to do more stuff that could get him hurt or something. So if I have to, I would, I would, yes, take care of Brian? 
Um, for me, I definitely do think about it a lot, and I talk about it with my parents because, of course, my mom has a developmental home. So, um, yeah, we talk about it, and hopefully if our plans work out in the future, Bryce will be placed in that developmental home so that we know that he's safe and that he's cared for when he's an adult. Right. Yeah, and that's something that other siblings may not have to um, really think about. Right. Um, for us um, here, Josiah is still young, so we don't know. <laughs> you know, we don't know what that's going to look like, but I do know that they've talked about it amongst themselves, like, what will happen if he is, isn't able to progress past um, where he is? And right. I know that you guys can speak to it from a different perspective because Bryce is already 17. Right. So, um, yeah, it's something that I hear and see in other siblings um, with special needs. That is a, a um, responsibility that even if it's not being, being talked about, maybe other parents can talk to their um, other kids because they are thinking about it. Right. Because yeah. they are living with them and they see the care and the, maybe the therapies and the things that um, takes place that the parents do and the siblings definitely help out with. Um, and it's definitely something that they are um, thinking of. Um, sorry, I was looking at some of the, hi Sylvia, I'm gonna get to your um, questions right here. Thank you for joining us. And I'm gonna make sure she says that um, her brother, her special needs brother is 59. He needs them um, from his premature birth and that his brother can do so much on his own and he works, but he cannot live on his own. So yeah, that's right. awesome that he gets to, to have a job. We right. talk about that all the time and that'll be a whole nother post. Thank you, Sylvia, for, for sharing that. So he is going to work, but he's not able to live on his own. And right. um, our parent, we're, we're gonna get older. And so um, let's take that into consideration with the siblings um, on the, that kind of responsibility I have. I have the questions here. Go ahead. The developmental home, and I know how Silvio was uh, mentioning that he can't live on his own. Even if he did live in a developmental home, they have programs that give them like opportunities to work. They have mentors that work with them. So that's what I was thinking of for Bryce. You know, at one point I thought, Bryce would be okay. He could probably have an apartment. And then as he was getting older, that's when I realized that we have to kind of come up with plan B. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of collectively, you know, came together and we developed the home. So that way I can kind of, I guess, create the environment that I want him to be in because I can only speak for, from Bryce, you know, for Bryce. And I know the kind of environment that he would want to kind of thrive in. So that's my story. Right. And that and um, Sylvia said, yes. And thank you. Yep, you can create that. And it takes some pressure off of the siblings. Right. Because right? yeah. we want them to be able to um, live, live their life. Yeah. Also, mm -hmm. and for our child that does have autism, we want them to feel independent. Absolutely. As independent as they can be. Right. Also. So right. we have a whole nother because yes, <laughs> the kids are looking at us like, really? Thought we were talking about siblings. And now, now we're talking about parenting. Right. So, um, so another thing that was different for our family is that we, um, both me and my husband, Andre, are special education teachers. So our kids, prior to um, having Josiah in our home, were exposed to the different maybe behaviors because they were in my classroom. I taught a moderate to severe preschool class. You guys remember going in my classes and... And so, go ahead. That, uh, 
gym thing, that play place we'd have for autistic kids. I remember one day I stayed there the whole time. So I got to like, develop with each person, yeah. to see how they would act or react to other things. Yeah, he's really, really great with well, well, all kids. So when Josiah came to us and he was um, maybe having a, a meltdown at some day, they were used to seeing that. And we were, we weren't, um, what I want to say, what I want to say, what surprised, I guess. When you guys um, just, they were siblings. They weren't exposed to, you weren't into special education. It wasn't like um, you were around friends and be like, okay, well that would look like you guys have to, Brian, you have to work from it from a different perspective um, of just being like, hey, this is my sibling and we're gonna work through it. And on top of that, you guys have a different experience because Josiah being five, there's so much, so many more therapies and. Mm -hmm. information and things like that. And back you know, when 17 years ago, there wasn't those things. So what did that look like, uh, Brian and, and Jen? Not as much, Brian, um, when you guys were little and like you weren't, you're older now, you're able to process it and be like, this is what he needs. But when you were younger, do you remember like how you might've felt when different things didn't, you know, go out, um, go as planned? Um. I mean, of course, when you're younger, you don't necessarily fully understand, like, what's happening because, you know, everything, it's just different when you're a kid than when you're an adult and you can actually realize what's happening. You guys are a year apart. Yeah. So and, oh, yeah. They're a year and apart, so year, it looks different. Yeah. And me and Bryce, when we were young, you know, we were the best of friends and we always got along and uh, we, we played like normal kids, so I couldn't really, you know, notice that anything was up. Oh, yeah. I love that. Of course, I think that's what they were saying too. Like, how do you treat Josiah? I just treat him as like a regular, regular kid. Just play yes. with them, mm -hmm. get angry at him, just beat him up, <laughs> tell him he's annoying. Oh, sorry, I'm speaking. Go ahead. What, what are you? How do you treat him? Um, just like a normal sibling, like a little, just like a little brother to me. He also is. So, you know, I just treat him normally how I would treat them like any emotional person. Yeah. They don't give him any, they don't give him much leeway. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, leave your, leave your brother alone. Like, oh, he's annoying. Get him away. All right. You want to say something, Tay? Mm -hmm. Taylor's in the background. She doesn't want to, she doesn't want to add to the, um, <laughs> to the mix. Yeah. Well, I'll speak for the other kids here, even though they're not on the video. And I think that everyone here, they do treat Bryce like they treat each other, I think. And that could be another conversation that it was harder for me as a parent when I first realized he was like had autism and I had no idea what it was. So I think the amount of time that as parents, we might like focus in on that one child because we're trying to get all the answers and figure everything out. So I think it was harder as a parent than it was from like the kid's standpoint. Yeah. Okay, they have autism or they have Down syndrome. Siblings are usually like, okay, and right. you're still not going to get that last cookie. Right, right. They still play my PlayStation. It's my turn. Right. So those are the things that we can learn from, from mm -hmm. siblings too and then adjust on. Um, I think uh, Jordan was talking the other day. You were saying how it's hard. Oh, no, there was this more. Like, it could be hard because, like, 
he'll just do some random stuff that you don't know. Like he might be doing something bad and he won't even know he's doing it. So like once you tell him, he still might not understand and do it anyway. And then it'll just escalate the situation to like worse. Like, you know, his parents might give him a punishment or something like, you know, go to your room or something and he might have a breakdown. So just be hard on him and the siblings and parents. Yeah, because he has audio and visual like processing too. So some of the things he said that he felt um, concerned about is that when he gets older, if he's not able to understand what someone is really asking him or be able to communicate what he needs to communicate. And that was a concern that Jordan was talking about that he has um, for him, you know, being out in the, being out in the big bad world. It's cool when we're here because we, we know what he's talking about, but it's scary to think that he'd be out somewhere else and possibly get bullied. Um, He would have been in kindergarten. Well, he is in kindergarten, but Rona. So um, we don't know, but it is a concern um, for, for us here to, you know, possibly being bullied and not being able to be understood would be is super, super troubling. Yeah. Right. And that happens because Bryce was bullied and um, we had to change his like education plan around a little bit because in general ed, he did get bullied, unfortunately, um, by some of his peers. So it made it difficult for him to want to go to school. Yeah. So how does that make you guys feel? Were you aware of that, Ryan? Um, I, yeah, I kind of was, and I, I tried talking to Bryce about it, and, you know, I tried to have that heartfelt conversation, but it's sad how the world kind of frowns upon people with disabilities, but really, if they were to actually get to know them, they'd realize that they're some of the nicest people in the world, and they're really good human beings, and right. I guess the world has to take some time to get to know them, mm-hmm. really yeah. are. That's good. That's good right there. I'm going to ask you guys... For the other siblings that are out there that might be struggling with like mom and dad's giving, um, Amy, so much attention and I'm not getting attention and I need to be heard. What is one thing that you would say to other siblings out there? Um, who would like to go first? Uh, for like advice, I'll just say like, keep calm. Don't try to like, rush anything get to know them before you judge them and everything because if you judge them you're not going to look at the same way as you would a regular person you're going to look at them differently and not treat them the way they should be um i agree with aiden just get to know them like act like you just met them and you're trying to become one of their best friends so you could treat them right not just do anything too harsh or too mean just treat them like how you would one of your best friends, you know? Yeah, adding on to what they said, just try to form that relationship with them so you know you know what they like, you know what they dislike, and you know, uh, try to hang out with them and, like, have those uh, special events with them, special memories. Okay, so is there something special that you do with Josiah? Um, yeah, sometimes <laughs> I just, like, play with him. Sometimes he'd come up to me and, like, you want to fight? And then I just have to play fight with him. Right. Uh, you know, and then that could just turn out to us bonding and having a really fun time. You know, what about you? Uh, sometimes the side just comes in my room and just watches the show that I'm watching. 
and just sometimes just lays in bed with me, just and we're just chilling. Brian, do you and Bryce have anything? Yeah, we have a few things. So uh, first, when my, whenever my friends come over, he'll always come and he'll play with us. So you know that's really special to me. And then uh, we also cook together sometimes. Like when after my workouts, uh, like we'll uh, make protein shakes and stuff. And then actually recently, I've started working out, and uh, he's been trying to work out with me. So we've been trying to do that too. Okay, Bryce. Really yeah. <laughs> All right, Bryce. That's awesome. Well, I um, am going to end the broadcast unless anyone has anything to say. I appreciate you guys um, coming in on this Saturday. I know we have, um, what's, what are you playing? 2K, 2K going on and <laughs> Fall Guy, I'm not sure. Oh, I'm I know sure. Brian is super, super busy. I'm just so glad I got to get on the schedule. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And um, we'll, you know, continue the conversation soon. Now that I know that I could get you guys all on here. Right. Did you guys have anything that you want to close out uh, with? Okay. Oh, we're good. That's it. Bye. Right. Thank you, everyone. Have a good weekend. Thank you again for joining us. We have some exciting episodes coming up um, with an author, Aaron Wright, some 